the women walking around, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw a girl wearing a tampon and two band-aids on her nipples and called it a dress. <laughs> Peekaboo, you fucks, you. I see you, you motherfucker. Do you want to talk or do you want to bet? We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high-powered water acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, lappers, also a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, pint of raw ether, two dozen animals. Counting cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. Yeah, maybe after 9-11 where everybody gets insensitive. Thanks a lot, Bitbot. What is up, guys, and welcome back to Vegas Confessions, episode number 38. We are back from Gamble Palooza, and boy, we are still hurt, and let me just tell you. <laughs> I am back with my two co-hosts. I'm Kelly. I'm Eric. And I'm Julian, and of course, guys, this was an amazing trip. A lot of highs, even some lows throughout the trip we were just discussing and laughing over, and Eric's like, hey, are we recording right now? Because, you know, we don't want to forget to mention some of these stories, but we had a blast. Guys, I think it'll be perfect just to start off with some shout-outs to get started. Kel, you want to go first? Sure. I want to give a shout-out to Lena. I didn't get to go to AC um, for Gambapalooza, but I did get to talk to her on the phone. And next trip, we are down. We're going to meet up, and we're going to have some fun on the craps table and some drinks going down. Nice. Yeah, she kept asking about you the whole trip, so fun, fun. Eric, you got some? I got a shout out to a Mr. Jay Schwartz. Nice. Uh, Yeah, Jay went out of his way, sent a uh, care package to the house. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate you. Uh, It was good seeing you last week. Awesome. So I have a few here, of course. The first one is going to our buddy, Kurt Shin. Vegas Confessions has had its first ever PayPal donation to the show. He gave us $10 because he was in a pool with the seven out pod guys for the March Madness bracket. It turns out he ended up winning. Well, then he wanted to contribute to the high limit slot pool for Gamble Palooza. So he had his money in for that, too. Well, they ended up winning on that, too. So then he was like, you know what? I'm just going to spread the wealth throughout the community and all my favorite podcasters that are gambling based and show them appreciation for always putting out content. What a nice guy. Yeah. So again, Kurt, thank you, man. That was very cool of you. And congratulations, you big winner. Paying it forward. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Kurt. Second, we have our buddy Danny Ocean, guys. I don't know if you guys caught this, but this week he was in Vegas and, of course, repping his VC shirt I did see out his there. Shirt. So. It was nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Danny Ocean, and of course, his pictures and stuff he's always putting up on Facebook while he's in Vegas are always fun to watch because he's always <laughs> drinking, always somewhere, and always eating pretty good food. So, Danny, thank you, buddy. We appreciate that. And the last one, of course, Eric, you and Vito hosting a great event, man. You guys got a bunch of great people together. And everybody that was at Gamble Palooza. I mean, too many people to name because, let's be honest, when we first started these group trips, it was, you know, 10, 15, 20 people. Then it got to like 30, 40. This one got up to like 80, 90 people. I, I saw mean, that group picture. It was pretty big. A lot of people. Yeah. So again, I can't go name by names, but again, everybody that we hung out with got to spend, you know, a few minutes with here and there. Thank you guys. We had a blast, man. And it was nice seeing a lot of old faces and new faces from different places. So Again, fun time. I mean, just a lot of great people. 
So let's jump into a little of the Gamble Palooza recap. Uh, what I did do is I kept telling myself, you know, I need to get some notes down so I don't forget certain things that happened throughout the trip. And at the end of each night, I'd kind of sit down before I passed out. Well, I guess each morning, <laughs> sit down before I passed out and take some notes. So let's start off with Thursday. Thursday, I flew straight in and Eric graciously picked me up. It wasn't a take me to AC. So I was, you know, surprised. I was like, let's do it. So of course, he's like, you're not riding the hound. He's all, real friends don't let friends ride the hound. <laughs> so that was good. Thank you, man. Then we went over to Harris, babe, and we got to meet Zach. Zach was a host that was on the show a while back and just a very nice dude. I guess this property was a warehouse before, right, Eric? I have no idea. I mean, it's right next to the state penitentiary, so sure, why not? <laughs> oh, is it next to the Eastern State Penitentiary or the new one? The one that's actually running? Oh, maybe it's not a state penitentiary. Maybe it's a lo- I don't really know. It's next to a prison. Oh, got it. Location, location, location. <laughs> right? Get in trouble? But yeah, this uh, very fun time. Uh, got to meet him, shook his hand. Turns out it was his birthday that Sunday. So he was looking at even coming out and spending the day with us down in AC. So again, man, happy belated birthday. And it was a pleasure to meet you, Zach. Uh, Eric did take me up to go check out the uh, Diamond Lounge that they have there. Pretty cool atmosphere. This whole thing, you know how in AC they all overlook the boardwalk? Mm -hmm. Well, this place has one that overlooks a whole racetrack. Oh, nice. It's fucking nice, too. I mean, beautiful track, horses with the carriages, and I mean, just going around, just badass. Very, very nice. Not a racetrack, then. Like a casual track. horse Horse racing track. Wait, you said they had carriages. No, trotters. Oh, Oh, okay. That's what I meant. Yeah. (laughs) So... That was really cool to see. Fun time. We played a little blackjack there, which was nice. Three to two. Good good man, Eric. Good man. <laughs> From there, we took off, and Eric uh, took me to uh, AC, dropped me off, checked in the room, went and played a little craps real quick before he had to leave. After that, of course, I went exploring, went next door to Wild Wild West, checked out the tables because it's always $5 that I was aware of at the time. Turns out, little side note, Bally's always has a table, too, that's always $5 now. So okay. both places have five dollar tables all the time so from about nine to three a.m when the table closed i was there at that table i think i ended up maybe down forty dollars for the night but i mean fun live bands you know how it, it's crazy down there it loud. Gets loud it there, does though. it That's does get loud. Bad thing. like i was literally throwing my hands up 10 so the dealers <laughs> know what i want you know so i mean just just it, it is it's loud but it's fun but again we're gonna get back to Bally's or wild wild west down in the episode uh, after that, I decided, you know, what better opportunity to take a stroll down the boardwalk at 3 a.m. <laughs> so went went up, realized everything was close. I said, fuck that. I went back, went up to Dunkin' Donuts, got some coffee, ended up calling it a night. Fun little caveat on that note is in Dunkin' Donuts, the first night I noticed these two guys just playing chess, right? They're whistling, singing the music that's going on in the background, having a good old time. Mind you, it's now like 5 in the morning. They're just doing their own thing. So every night... I think I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts before going up to my room, right? So this was, a, this was a thing throughout the trip. So Friday, I wake up and it's early and I decide, hey, you know what? Got a little time before I have to check out of this room and check into another one. I'm going to go walk the boardwalk. Head over to Ocean, start looking around. Saw Serial Town was empty, of course. Went and checked out Ocean a little more. That sports book, babe, amazing. Now, when we were there, it was just being built and redone like a Vegas style sports book. Nice. Very nice. A lot of people there, even early in the morning. So that was really cool. Uh, ended up heading back over to Bally's. Checked out the tables for a little bit. 
Then I got a message from Jay Schwartz. At this time, I was actually sitting at the lobby bar in Bally's, and a gentleman by the name of Mark came up. Turns out he's a listener of the show. He had messaged me pr- a couple days prior for, before the trip, saying, hey, uh, looking forward to meeting you. I didn't know he was coming to AC, so he comes up to the lobby bar, hangs out, gets, sits down, we start playing video poker. Turns out he drives cars from Miami all the way up and down the coast, and oh, he was in town for the weekend, so very nice to meet him. Then I got a message from Jay Schwartz. Hey, Jay, I'm over here at uh, Caesars. <laughs> Come over here. Let's get you that room. So I went over, met him and his wife. Joyce, right? Joyce? Yes. Joyce. 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 Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we go over and check into the room, and then they're like, hey, we haven't gotten a bite to eat. We're going to head down to the Diamond Lounge if you'd like to join us. So I said, of course. I'll be down in a minute. Unpacked my shirts, hung that stuff up, went down, met them at the Diamond Lounge. Hung out for a bit while his wife, she was getting... She was preparing because she was going to see Kenny Lodgins that night, and she was excited, right? So she's like, I'm going to go get ready. She took off, went and did her thing, <laughs> left us, you know, to have fun. So we get a message from Mike Cunningham that he's at the Bally's Diamond Lounge. So we go over and talk to him, and, you know, we, we go over and talk to him, and it turns out Jay Schwartz and this guy kind of live in the same area. Oh, and nice. they didn't know each other, so it was really cool to get them in cahoots. They started talking, yeah, where are you from? Turns out they're from the same spot. Go to a lot of the same local joints, casinos and stuff. And it was just, it's really cool to see people click like that, you know? So I think from there, after them having some really good conversations, Jay hit hit us up with a great idea that day. He's like, hey, and of course we got to give him the credit for this. He's like, hey guys, why don't you guys do a bucket or fuck it for Vegas Confessions, but an AC version? Like, you know what? That's a really good idea. So we do, we have some submissions. We have our own submissions for the game coming up later. Again, thank you, Jay Schwartz. That was a great idea. I then head back to the craps table, but then I got a message from John B. Hey, Jay, you want to you wanna come up for lunch? I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, here we go, kid. So, of course, I can't say no. I go meet John, and he's like, well, let's go up to the Seven Stars Lounge. <laughs> let's go. How do you argue with that, you know? So we go, we have a nice meal, we hang out, and, of course, I feel out of place. Shocking. But <laughs> hanging out with John is just a blast, right? And Do you oh, have your backpack on? No, 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 not this time. That was the first thing he said. Did you bring your backpack? (laughs) Don't start with me, John. (laughs) So, but I didn't realize how much fun hanging out with John B. was going to be this whole trip and how much I was going to hang out with him. I heard he had lots of um, energy. (laughs) (laughs) And his personalities just exploded all over the place. Go, John. Get your groove on. So as we're chilling there, we get a message from Gina. Gina's in the Diamond Lounge there at Caesars waiting on us you know so we go over and meet her and start chatting up for about an hour then we decide hey people are starting to trickle in this is now friday people are starting to come and get ready for saturday so let's help head over to ocean so we decide you know we're going to show gina the boardwalk because it's her first time there believe it or not she lives on the east coast she's never been not just her many people had never been there really? that are yeah it was really baffling to me i thought you know but what i kept getting from people and i, I you're probably the same way eric when you hear this is a lot of people's response was, why would I come down to AC when we have Mohegan Sun, Foxwoods? We yeah. have all these newer casinos, you know, right. and some of right. these ones back here are dated. Better the older. Yeah. yeah. So, and I get that. I mean, it makes sense. Less travel, save time, you know. So, but that was a big thing I kept hearing all weekend. And to me, that was like, oh, that's pretty baffling, you know, because we, we really enjoy it there. So we head over with Gina down the boardwalk. Turns out, you know, poor thing, it's her first night there. And it's windy and cold as shit out on the boardwalk. And we, she didn't have a jacket, Yeah, and right? she didn't. Her, she didn't her or John, yeah, they didn't have a jacket. And we walk over and we start heading over to Ocean. So as we're heading down, we're like, hey, let's let's show her Hard Rock. Like, you know, it's, it's one of the newer ones. Mm-hmm. She must see it. So 
we go in there, we show her it, and she says, okay. You know, we walked right straight through and ended up going back out. As we're going over to Ocean, I was like, Gina, there's one place I'm going to take you, and it's going to be the first place I'm going to take you. <laughs> and so she's like, okay. So, of course, we get into Ocean, immediately take her to the Royal Jelly, right? The, the, where the girls dance. Which, which I believe just closed. Really? I, yeah, I think you got the last of it. <laughs> yeah, we got the first and the last of it. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know, it was crazy. It didn't last long then. No, what was crazy, babe, is a lot of people were saying this was the busiest weekend AC has had since we were that last was, there. Really? Yeah, since How, everything had opened. Why was it going to be busy that weekend? They Well, this crazy weekend, they had a bike marathon. They had something going on at a convention center, like some fights. They had uh, Seven Stars weekends for CET properties. And then Borgata was doing a big poker tournament that weekend. Okay. So there's quite a bit of things going on from every a lot of people that work there, too, saying this was one of the busiest weekends mm. AC has had in a while. So I, I did. I found that very interesting. Well, I think last time we were there, wasn't there a big bike thing? Because remember, Eric, you guys took us to like that place to eat and there was a bunch of bikers. Oh, yeah. A marathon, too. People, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you remember that? I, Eric? I don't remember where he took us to Gilchrist. Gilchrist. And I'm like, why are all these bike riders here? Oh, they had, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, we drove to Gilchrist. They had, um, I don't know what it was, but you're right. Yeah, there were like roads closed and yeah. there were, yeah, right. Like, So they must do a lot of marathons there then? I'm Amazing. thinking so. Or we just catch uh, the, the same one. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I think you guys are just lucky. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> don't know if you'd call it lucky. Well, here's you know. how lucky we were. So the first trip we went, there was an earthquake out there. Remember, they had oh, an earthquake. Yes. And so this last trip when I went, they had fucking tornado warnings. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Not not common around here. We don't we don't really get tornadoes. That's so hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Well, or, or earthquakes for that matter. So <laughs> because... you're. You're you're bringing the climate bringing change it with, with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, because I was in Philadelphia that Sunday night, and the tornado warning came on like at three a.m. like yeah. Monday morning, right? But I I didn't even know it rained in Philly. <laughs> like we're down at we're down at breakfast, and they're like, "Oh, did you guys see the lightning last night? Did you hear the rain hitting hitting the windows?" And I'm all, "It rained." And they're like, "You didn't hear the tornado warning?" And I'm like, "No." And they're like, "Oh my god." Like, you better hope you never get caught, like, in an earthquake, because you will die. And I'm like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know it rained at all. I, I had no clue. And my window was wide open, so you would think that I would have saw the lightning or something. Yeah. Because they said it was, like, lighting up the oh, sky. It was crazy. I missed it all. It, it was, was that, uh, yeah, I, I have to assume that's the day that, like, we had crazy storms at, like, I don't know, 3 to yeah. 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That. that's that same yeah, morning. The, the, the wind, yeah, the wind was unreal. Yeah. Did you you were up then? Cause it did wake you. Well, I wasn't in Atlantic City, but it did wake no, me. No, I was yeah. in Philly. Yeah, I yeah no, it so, definitely yeah. yeah. I yes. don't yeah, yes. who didn't? I had no idea it even when it occurred. Well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I must I, be a I, heavy sleeper. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could sleep like you. That, that was that was something. That's funny. Well, Gina, you're welcome. Since the last week and that it was open, you got to see it while it was in operation. <laughs> and on the note of Gina, I will say, Gina's got game, boy. Uh-oh. Everywhere we went, Gina was pulling women. Girls were flirting with her cocktail waitresses. I mean, Gina has got some game. I, I kept telling her throughout the trip, hey, Gina, like, tone it down a little bit, okay? Like, save some for other people. And she just kept laughing. But she, that woman's got some game, man. Get it, girl. Um... So 
what was great is we ended up heading over to Ocean and meeting up with, it was Bethany, her husband Steve, travel fanboy Tim and Vito and Amanda. So they were having dinner at American Cut. Uh, we barge in, of course, hey, what's up? You guys ready to go gamble? And, you know, we're all excited to go play. And so we, after them finishing up their meal, we headed out to the gaming floor, jumped on a crafts table. We eventually ran into uh, Vinny from the 7 Out podcast. And there was even a gentleman from Germany there that was there this trip. Well, I had talked to you on the phone at that time. And, hey, we're just meeting up with everybody. Well, as I turn around, Vinny's got the dice. And he's like, hey, Jay, I've already hit two fives or point five again. Jump in, right? I'm like, I'm not going to jump in during your roll, right? He's like, no, just jump in. Like, just jump in, right? He's like, we just made the point. Just jump in. He's, Bad etiquette. Yeah, right? And I'm like, okay, here we go. So, of course, he hits his point. And we, we started making a little money, but... When listening to their show, they always mention this friend of his that he has called Stevie Mandime. So as we're sitting there, you know, we're, we're all on the craps table. And the dice after he sevened out rolled over to his friend, Steve. Okay. Now, mind you, we know Steve. We've hung out with him at the last uh, Oceans event in AC. So Steve gets the dice. And out of nowhere, Vinny's like, come on, Stevie Mandime, throw those dice. And I'm like, wait a minute. It just clicked in my head at the time. Like, Stevie Mandime. He's Stevie Mandime? He's like, yeah, that's Stevie Mandime. I was like, wait a minute. The whole time you guys are mentioning on this show, this is Stevie Mandime. Like, I know him. Turns out they grew up together, school, everything. They call him Mandime because he's the dime man of the whole group. He's like, a lot of my friends are all big, ugly. He's the Mandime. And I'm like, no shit. And so it turns out he was Stevie Mandime the whole time. And when he said that, I just I just got a big kick out of it. I was it. wondering like, if that was like his real last name. I'm like, that's a very unique last name. Yeah, too, too funny. So awesome time. We got on a little heater there, got off. We decided we're going to wander around a little bit, check some other games out. Afterwards, me and John B. and Gina head over to Wild Wild West. And we were in for some fun. You know, battling the shitty weather, Gina decides, no, we're going to just get a lift and we're going back over. We're not walking back because, again, they didn't have no jackets. <laughs> so, again, thank you, Gina, for the lift back. We get we get out at Bally's. We head over to Wild Wild West after debating where to gamble a little bit. We head over and buy in on the craps table there. You know, things are going choppy the whole time. Nothing's going good. So, at one point, we're like, we're debating on leaving. Well, we're like, you know what, this lady, she rolled good last time, let's give her a shot. So we put our bets down, right? Well, Gina and John B. had some fire bets go down right after they put their bets on the pass line. So, of course, the dealer out of nowhere is like, no bet. <laughs> and John B. is like, what? He's like, no bet. I said, no, no bet. There's, those fire bets are not on this uh, roll. Him and Gina just kind of look at each other like, what's he saying? So John looks at the boxman next to him and he's like, hey, that's a bet, right? The box man's like, yeah, it's a bet. And so the dealer looks over at him and they start getting into it, right? He's like, I just told him that's a no bet because it was super late. Like, that was late. And the box man's like, look, it's fine. It's a bet, you know? So now this heat, this dealer is heated at the box man and it's a little awkward. And so we get our point right after that. Turns out John's got his odds down behind his pass lane bet and it's in the fire bet spot, right? And I'm all, John, you're getting another late fire bet in? This dealer's going to just lose his mind, right? And so we, 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 we laughed it off. Well, as the dice are going around the table, it's going to be John B.'s role. So out of nowhere, there's this guy that keeps jumping in and out. Of course, John B.'s getting the dice slid to him. This guy jumps on the table. Again, only jumps on the table when it's time for him to roll. Doesn't bet any other time. So finally, John B. said something. He's like, no. No, 
fuck that. You know, what? what, what is this? And the guy looks over at John B. And he's like, mind your business. <laughs> now, mind you, John B.'s the nicest, dude. He is. Yeah, yeah. And so I told Eric this. I'm like, dude, talk about zero to 100 in yeah. a second. Like, John B.'s like, what? What did you just say? I didn't hear you, right? And the guy's like, mind your business. And finally, John's like, look. This is my business. I'm getting ready to roll. You can't just jump in like this whenever you think you want this. That's not the way this works. You're really pissing me off, you know? So now they're in each other's face. Like, John's mad. Like, dude, you just need to get, stop being disrespectful. I've never heard John ba- no, see babe, John mad, babe, ever. Babe, so I'm standing there. Me and Gina, we're like, John B's going to get swung on, right? Like, this guy's ready to swing. So finally, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm telling the dude, too. I'm like, hey, dude, why don't you just leave? You already said you were leaving. You're not playing. Get the fuck out of here. Just leave. It's probably best if you just leave, actually. So finally, we're starting to get irritated by this guy. So these guys are nose to nose. <laughs> Fucking nose to nose. And one of the, that same dealer that yelled at John yeah. calls security, right? Well, the security comes over, ends up talking to this guy, gets him out. So finally... You know, after being on a cold table, lo and behold, it's John's role. <laughs> this fucking dude goes on a heater for about an hour. Me and Gina are like, man, John, we need to piss you off more often. He like, was hot. He oh, let it go he on the was dice. hot, boy. <laughs> it was, we finally won some money. The table got hot, and it was just a good time and a good way to end. Like, it was great. Of course, me and Gina sevened out right away, but I mean, we were happy that he had a great role. Because it really did change the whole night for us. Like, it went down real fast. And But I will say, like I told Eric at one point, John B., boy, you handle yourself well. Yeah. That guy really does handle himself well. Good for you, John. Yeah, very cool. Way to, way, way to end the night, man. That was great. <laughs> so, of course, after leaving there, it was about 3 in the morning. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> end up uh, taking a stroll, checking out some of the tables at Bally's. It's now almost 4. Did you go to Dunkin' Donuts? I went to Dunkin' Donuts. And the hoodoo. only person that I know that drinks copy coffee before he goes to sleep. <laughs> the only person. So I, I walk into Dunkin' Donuts. Now, this is the second night. The same two guys are playing chess, <laughs> right? <laughs> Whistling, dancing, singing to the music, doing their thing. So I call it a morning, right? <laughs> Saturday, I took a morning walk on the boardwalk, and I decided... did you go to work? You no, worked that day. No, no. Oh, oh yeah, no, that was Friday morning. Oh, you forgot yeah, to mention. Yeah, Friday morning. Yeah, that that's worked. right. I don't know if you saw Eric, but Thursday night <laughs> was were, so bad. I had to working. get a second job. Yeah, you were pushing carts on the <laughs> boardwalk. Pushing carts on the boardwalk. <laughs> What's funny about that is I got some private messages like, "Hey Jay, hope your gambling's going okay. I hope you're really not struggling out there." Like, no, it was a joke. It was a joke. But yeah, that's funny. I'm glad you mentioned that. So before meeting up with everybody over at Wild Wild West at the cocktail hour. Tra- sponsored by Travelzork. Thank you again, Michael. Yay, Travelzork! So many people started piling in, and as I walked in, I was one of the first ones, and I saw Eric there right away, and I was like, oh shit, Eric's here. So I went over, talked to him, and of course, by the time I looked back, people, there was a mad load of people, like 40 people out of nowhere. That and picture then, was crazy. I mean, it, yeah. it was nuts. What was neat is the You Can Bet on That guys came in, everybody started trickling in and started meeting everybody, which really, you know, just made the trip fall into place because yeah. everybody started getting comfortable, started relaxing with the drinks, and it was a good time. And we took the picture, and of course, at first, we were having issues with the security, like, no pictures, because New Jersey's law, no pictures in the casino. Well, this guy was like, no, no group pictures, nothing like that. We're like, hey, we're just focusing on the background of a bar. Like, we're not getting casinos yeah. or anybody in it. Then another security was like, no, they can take their pictures as long as it's just the bar. 
So we get the picture, great picture. I love how everybody's smiling. Everybody's <laughs> smiling. It was pretty cool. Then the security comes over and talks to me. He's like, hey, so what are all these people? <laughs> I said, oh, here we go. I, this, this they just got good. out of jail. They're, yeah, they're yeah. out of rehab. Yeah, yeah, this is a reunion. So I started telling him about it. Sorry, we're going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody. We, we ended up moving on. Well, after everybody hung out for a bit, you know, the hour was up. We decided we're going to head over to Bally's. <laughs> Just a picture, 80 people yeah, migrating over to time. Bally's up at the escalators, you know. Very good time. We're, we're all ready to play crafts, ready to loosen up a little bit. And, of course, we get to Bally's. All the tables are full. We're like, oh, shit. Well, then the pit boss is like, well, we're opening another table right now at 2 o'clock, which is, you know, three minutes away. So the whole group just piles over to that table and takes over. So you had... 30 people sitting on this table waiting for it to open. They could have opened up another one, too, and they would have took over that table. And how many people can be on a craps table? Like There are seven on each side. They, so <laughs> we even had people doubling up with people. And, you know, I at one point I was in. Then me and Eric started talking to Mark from You Can Bet on That. And by the time I knew it, I told the guy, hey, I'll come back and I'll play with you. I'll buy in with you. <laughs> but it didn't look like it was going so good. What was interesting is they were on the table for about three hours. And the dice went around one time. Wow. Yeah. And between horn numbers, and they said they didn't make very much points, but between the payouts from everybody's like that, it just kept taking time. So everybody was like, you know, it was kind of a drag, but when they hit something, boy, the whole table was (laughs) cheering. I have some audio I'll probably put in there of the group cheering and laughing and making fun of Adam Travel fanboy on the other side of the tables. And it was just fun. They were shouting back and forth. So it was just a good time, good atmosphere. And it was really nice to see people who have never met each other hand over their money to somebody they don't know and say, hey, I'm going to play with you. Let's play. Let's play. You know, I thought that's really And that's something only this kind of group and community can do. And I thought that was really neat. Adam's on the table, opposite table of us, talking crap. <laughs> That's funny. From there, again, we, we caught up with a lot of people. Uh, I saw, you know, Keith, who we ran into in Vegas and in AC. I mean, we just saw a lot of people. I mean, just fun to see. And craps is truly like one of the only games you can be social like that and yell and scream and high five. Because even if you're sitting there playing blackjack, there's only so much because you're all sitting down. Right. Standing up playing craps, I mean, you can, what, run up elevators, right? Escalators? Right. You can do all that kind of crazy stuff. So it was, it was, there was a gap between the time we were done there and the time we were going to head over to Ocean Sportsbook to, you know, for everybody to do sports bets and stuff. I eventually. Went to the five dollar table there at Bally's. I think everybody was gone. I went to the I went to this Philly cheesesteak place that's on the boardwalk there. Had a cheesesteak, came back, and ended up on the table. Well, as I, as I'm getting there, I run into Jeff, who Jeff is from back east too. I don't know what happened at the time, but when I was getting there, I can see two dealers arguing back and forth. Right, the the stick man and mm-hmm. one across from him. And I'm like, what's going on? So I can hear the pit boss now walks in. He's like, look, that's enough. Both of you two just stop it. (laughs) Well, the stick man's like, no, fuck that. He ain't going to tell me what to do, right? And so I'm like, what the hell's going on? And so then the other guy's like, well, whatever you want to do, you want to go, let's go. Like, they're ready to throw blows. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Well, 
Turns out they get more pit bosses to come over and chill these guys out. Yeah. Now, mind you, one's a skinnier Asian guy, and one's a little chunkier Asian guy, right? And so there's this African-American gentleman playing next to me, making jokes at everybody, right? <laughs> everybody who's rolling the dice, and he, he's making nicknames for everybody. So it turns out those dealers come <laughs> back, right? They got in trouble, got their ass rude, they come back. So now we get the little Asian guy on our side, right? And he's on our side of the table. And immediately this dude's all, hey, Manny Pacquiao. I, I, I know you could have put hands on him, man. My money was on you, brother. I know you could have took him, right? And so you just, it, it, oh, man. And the pit boss is looking at him like, shut up. He was instigating up. the yeah. situation the, further. The pit boss is just like, you should shut the fuck up, right? Right now is not the time. And so then they rotate, right? And so then the little chunkier Asian guy comes on our side and he's like, hey, Hey, George Foreman, my money was on you, bro. I, I know you can throw hands, man. I know you got this guy. Like, it was great. And so, like, it really, you know, it made everything better. We started having a good time. But it was almost time to meet everybody up, meet up with everybody at Ocean for the sports betting. So, again, it was fun. I mean, we had a blast. And before that, I think when everybody was on that first craps table, I ended up on the table at Travel Fanboy for about a half hour. And then he said he was going to lunch and he, he was going to get something. So... Everybody ended up just kind of spreading out everywhere. So again, that's kind of what happens on these trips. Always fun to do. I Once I checked into my hotel, I went over to Ocean, checked the place out a little more, had some gelato. I think it was strawberry shortcake. Wasn't a big fan. But I, I checked out uh, the same place. They had some pizza. I did pick up a slice of pizza there. I was on the go. Met up with people who were over at the pie gal tables. I think it was uh, Tim. I think it was Bethany. Scott were hanging out over there. Everybody was playing some pie gal for a while. We decided, you know, afterwards, where are we going? Low Limit Crafts. We're <laughs> heading back to Bally. So at this point, it was me, Lena, and Scott. We head back over to Bally's. We checked out Wild Wild West. Just too, too crowded. We didn't bother. So we decided, you know, we're going to take Scott over to Caesars. Because it's his first time there, too. He's from Chicago. He had this, never... this is Kid Dakota? Yes, Scott? yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take him over to Caesars. He's never been there, never getting a scene. So we decided we're going to we're going to show Lena how to play some baccarat, right? <laughs> Bad fucking idea. Bad fucking. I know how to not play baccarat, okay? So mind you, I only bet when I see like streaks and I'm like, "All right, this is where the streaks in the end." <laughs> so me and, me and Scott took her over and we're like, Hey, let's let's. I go, Scott. Let's go check out this. This is the Asian room here. It's He's like, like right. the three blind mice. Yeah, but, oh, it's great. Well, and this is just the beginning, guys. This is just the beginning. So we head over. Every oh. bet, every bet we did, we lost. Right? We it was just classic. We're like, let us teach you. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like Lena. So this is not the way it's supposed to go. But I'm glad you got a lesson, right, on what not to do. So we ended up leaving there. Head back over to Bally's. We get on a table for a bit. We, we started getting killed there, too. We're like, shit, now, you know, we can't win. We need to get on a winning session. And so, sure enough, Scott's like, man, what's going on? I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going on. We're just on a bad run right now. And he's like, I think it's these Palooza shirts. I'm like, shut up. And so, and then out of nowhere, Lena's like, hey, you know, guys, it's only like 1030. We can't call it a night yet. I'm like, man, I've already went over my budget for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I have already went way over my budget. I don't, you know, I think I'm calling it a night. She's like, you're not going to call it a night. We're in Atlantic City. It's Saturday night. Like, why go to sleep before midnight? I'm like, you know what? You're right. 
She's all, so what do you guys think about, let's just go over to Borgata so we can show Scott Borgata. She really had to twist your arm, huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It takes a lot of peer pressure here. Yeah. So we head over to Borgata, and immediately we walk around the place, check it all out. Like, it's very nice, huh, Scott? Yeah, it is. Of course, he's staring at the craps tables. <laughs> and so, of course, we eventually make our way over, and we're like, oh, what do you know? Only a $10 table, right? I was going to say, so, no $5 tables in no, Borgata, No, no, right? no, no, no. Yeah. So Scott buys in. We're like, hey, what are you doing? Now, mind you, we had gotten to the point at Bally's where we're pulling out. We're saying we're pulling. All right, this is the last time I'm pulling money out, right? This is the last time I'm buying in. So he goes and he buys in on the table over at Borgata. So I buy in. I'm like, you know what, Scott? He's like, you don't have to. I'm just, I just, I want to play. I said, well, you know, last time I was here, I didn't play craps. So why not, right? And he's like, okay, just, I'm just letting you know you don't have to. I was like, well, thanks for letting me know. Lena comes over, pulls money out, jumps it on the table, and we all just start laughing because we had this thing of, hey, this is the last time we're buying in. <laughs> well, long story short, we ended up buying in like two, three more times. Oh, okay. At one point, Scott's like, <laughs> he ran out of chips, and he's like, just walks by real fast, and he's all, go to the ATM. <laughs> <laughs> it was just great and you know we 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 just kept talking about how we lost so much that night but we had so much fun (laughs) and that was like the highlight of that night nothing we can do was right but we had a lot of fun expensive entertainment hell yeah so when we leave from there we decide all right we're gonna get a lift and head back over to ocean where they're staying so of course this is the first time we ever jump in a lift and immediately the lady sparks up a cigarette right and not only did she spark up a cigarette, she had her phone on a phone holder in the center of the car, and she has this little slot game going. Oh, She's shit. like, sorry, guys, I can't exit out because I'm in a bonus right now, and if I end on the bonus, you know, it's going to delete. We're like, okay. So immediately we're like, this is our kind of lady, right? And so she just keeps playing her game. The whole way to Ocean, she's telling us about, you know, her, her birthday's coming up, her son's going to treat her to uh, Ocean, and... He's going to, you know, take her gambling and whatnot. And she's excited. And her thing is still going off the whole time, right? We're like, we're just sitting there. You know, we don't say nothing. How do you tell your Lyft driver? Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, it's okay to smoke, you know? Yeah. Even though we all smoke, we, we didn't mind. But it was great. She drops us off. Very nice lady. Well, I tell them, I'm not staying at Ocean. I'm actually down, down the ways behind Tropicana. So the lady's like, oh, it's okay, sweetheart. I'll drop you off. You're cool, you know? I was like, what? Thank you. I was like, but I don't really want it to be charged to Lena. Like, I'll pay for it, you know? And she's like, no, no, don't worry about it. I'll do it. It's no problem. I'm only going, I'm going that way. Okay, cool. <laughs> so long story short, she drops me off just past Tropicana, and I thought I was going to an Econo Lodge, but I was actually going to Ramada. Mm-hmm. So... I got dropped oh. off at an Econo Lodge right there, okay? Yeah, a wait, little bit wait, of a difference. Wait, wait, past Tropicana? Yes, we're just right past Tropicana, Eric. So I get out of this lift, and I'm like, oh, thank you, you know, just had a good experience. I'm laughing. I get out, and it's like everything goes silent. It's pitch black, but there's people around. Nothing's open, and there's like 10, 15 people on each corner. Now, mind you, I grew up in the ghetto. I've seen some shady shit. <laughs> This place made me feel super uncomfortable. Now, when, you know, I've heard the dude for a win guy say, hey, stay on the boardwalk. You need to stay on the boardwalk. <laughs> this is not a place to mess around. Like, I immediately ordered a lift and realized I was a block away from where I needed to be. Jumped in that lift. And as soon as I jumped in that lift, I was like, boy, this is a rough area, huh? He's a, 
you must not be from around here. It's like, no, fuck no. Get me out of here fast, man. Because it was shady. Like, if there was an opportunity for me to have something bad happen to me, it was there at that moment. Like, it was very sketchy. I think I called you the next morning like, babe, I forgot to tell you. I almost shit my pants last night. Like, it was very unsettling. Very unsettling. I never heard you say that you're scared until you told me that story. Yeah, that was a trip. That really was a trip. So, I will say there are areas off the boardwalk that are safe. Where you were is not one of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, there. You. I mean, you were straight up in the ghetto. That's where his luck was the whole night. So he. I don't know Just what fitting, else he expected, right? right? Just fitting. Yeah. So then we move on to Sunday. Hold on. Side note. Oh yeah. With all of the times, Eric, that this man here has said that he's went to the Diamond Lounge and ate pizza and ate, you would think he would have came back a little bit healthier he's still skinny as a twig so i don't know if he's not eating at these diamond lounges because it sounds like he ate 24 7 but you can't tell he's yeah well there's also a lot of walking yeah he is officially a lounge whore yeah (laughs) that is so i i dubbed the lounge whore um yeah there's not that much walking jay i mean yeah exactly uh, you should have gained know. something. I don't know, you guys. If you guys keep walking back and forth between valleys and ocean, that's a pretty good, pretty good trick. I, I don't. I think you're saying you're eating, but you're oh, not. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's not gonna blow away in the next storm. <laughs> 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 so Sunday, I headed over to Bally's because I was checking into Bally's till Tuesday. Drop off my stuff at the bell desk and get some Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> See? Before meeting... Eating again. <laughs> Eating again. Before meeting up with everybody at resorts for the High Limit Slot Pool, I, I just decided, you know, I'm going to leave my stuff there. I'm about an hour early. I just stroll over, take my time, meet up with everybody. Well, as I'm getting there, I run into Scott and Lena, right? As they're walking <laughs> in, just, just trekking in, right? And I'm like, what's up, guys? And they're like, did you get some sleep? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, in this whole trip, I think it ended up Six days, 13 hours of sleep, two all-nighters. Yeah, it was a it And was he a paid trip. for it Oh, fuck home. yeah, yeah. The, and my boss he is asking me at it. work, is that jet lagging? Yeah, it's the jet lag is what yeah. it is. Yeah, it's the jet lag. Headed over to resorts, went in with everybody. I think the group had all in all 3500 maybe a little more. We ended up getting down to $500 on a Wheel of Fortune machine. And then... Shannon, where we're like, we're at the last spot of our spins. We're like, hey, who else just wants to spin? Vita's like, hey, naming off people. You take a spin. You take a spin, right? <laughs> well, Shannon, he hits us the spin. And of course, it goes crazy. We hit the spin. It lands on $4,500. Nice. I think everybody cashed out plus $30. Yeah, <laughs> it was, nice, it was yeah, right. But some of us went and decided we're going to do it again. And it wasn't a good idea. So that ends there. But we from there, we had a reserve craps table. What was interesting is the table crew moved up the table to $25. Oh. So it would scare people away. Well, it kind of backfired for some of us because a lot of people in our group were like, well, the hell with it. I want to play. So they bought in and they started playing at $25. And they went on a heater. So a lot oh. of people made money that day. Yeah, so which which was really cool. A lot of people are coming back like, hey, I've never, ever thought about playing on a $25 table, but, hey. but I want a lot of money. <laughs> like, yeah, that's awesome. From there, me, Vito, Amanda, Travel Fanboy, and Han decided we're going to head back over to Caesars because they had some promos they were going to get from the kiosk, right? 
So we head back that way, and I already was going to check in still. And when we're heading back, I realize that's oh, only 2.45. Can't check in until 3. So I play a little craps at Bally's Wild Wild West. So I go in, about four or five people on the table, two on my side, three on the other, right? So I buy in $30. Well, I lose that $30 pretty quick. I was like, okay. I put in another 100 bought in, no problem. Well, I'm now playing the dark side because I realize, you know, the table's not going so great. So I'm starting to win money back. So now I'm up to $140. And there's this other guy next to my left who's playing the dark side as well. But he's very loud about it. So I start making a little comeback. I tell the dealer, hey, I'm going to step back and I'm going to smoke a cigarette. And the lady's like, okay, because it's a non-smoking table. But like 10 feet away, you can smoke right there in the smoking section. I turn around. I have a cigarette. Come back from my cigarette. And as I'm looking at the rack, none of my chips are there. So I thought, okay, well, there is a new guy who's in there. And I look at the dealer and I was like, "Um, do you have my chips? She's like know where your chips go said you tell me i was just 10 feet away so it turns out my chips are gone i look up right above my head there's camera like these are like stage kind of cages and they're not high so it's like literally right above my head so i told her well you guys need to check the camera being that you the dealer okay me to go away to smoke a cigarette you know i think hey there's something we can do it turns out immediately the dealer replies with hey it's not our responsibility i said whoa 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 Every property I play at, that's Caesars, that's Harris, that's Bally's, that's anything, is never ever an issue when you step away from the table to go to the restroom, whatever it may be. It's never been an issue. Well, it turns out this was an issue because not only did I lose out on the $140 that was in the rack, the pit boss was basically like non-compliant. Well, there's nothing I can do basically. If we had to refund everybody that lost something, you know, We'd be paying a lot of money. I said, look, I didn't lose merchandise. I didn't lose an accessory. I lost cash that was sitting on your table. They didn't only just steal from me. They stole from you too, essentially. Right. I said, but if that's how we're going to play it out, then, you know, I just showed you what happened less than 10 minutes ago. We now know of the situation. Your surveillance team is already looking at the footage. The fact that you guys are not got the guy that has done this. So as I'm talking to him, head of security comes out. Nice lady. She's like, hey... We just want to let you know that this is where we're at with everything. We've looked at the footage. I said, well, you, then you saw that my chips were stolen? Yes. I said, okay. I said, was it somebody on this table? Because then I started, you know, asshole thinking. I started thinking it was the new guy that just was there all of a sudden. Right. No, it wasn't him. It turns out she said this guy walked by the table, picked up the whole rack of chips, and walked over to Caesars. I said, so you guys know where he's at. You're sitting here talking to me. Do you have this guy in custody already? Well, no, we're getting a hold of Caesar security right now. I said, aren't you guys the same company? Right. How hard is it for you to get a hold of them when you guys already know of the situation, but yet you're not assessing it? Right. Well, what we need to do is we need to make a report. I said, look, we don't need to make a report for something that just happens. Go get the guy, get my damn chips out of his pocket so I can get back in the game. It's that easy. Well, at this time, Gina walks up. She's like, hey, Jay, you want to play? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, Gina. I, mean, I feel her in, and she's like, fuck. I go, I know. I go, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to bring the mood down or anything. I said, this is just kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Well, so it ends up turning out that I just tell him, like, look, here, this is where I'm at. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm a little agitated about the situation. All I'm looking to do is get my chips back so I can play. You guys see that I'm obviously just been stolen from. It happened at your location on your casino premises. Like, there's got to be something we can do. 
Turns out nothing they can do. Okay. So we go up to the security room. I'm now in surveillance. Of course, I'm trying to sneak pictures and stuff, but I did get to see, you know, every single camera angle in the place and them watching people and whose faces they have on their boards and who they're watching for at night. And yeah, it was just, it was very interesting. Yeah. Um, so then I'm getting interviewed by this guy, right? So he's like, so what happened? I said, I smoked a cigarette. He's like, no, well, what happened? I said, I smoked a cigarette. I turned around and my money was gone. You, that's kind of where we're at. Well, then a lady that was in the office, she's like, look, you don't need to be disrespectful. I said, look, nobody's talking to you. Who the fuck are you? I said, he's the investigator of this case, not you. Mind your business. She goes, well, you don't need to be disrespectful. I go, look, I'm not being disrespectful. I've already expressed that I'm irritated with everything and this whole situation and the fact that it just happened and you guys can't do anything about it. Don't come at me disrespectful. I don't know you from Adam and Eve, you know? She's like, look, you left your money on the table and you walked away from it. I said, yeah, at a property that's made millions of dollars on great customer service. This just shows how you're on the shitty side of it right now. Because if that's the way you're going about it, then okay, I'll take the blame. That's no problem, I said. But the fact that you guys can't do anything about it when you know of the situation, she's like, well, you're being disrespectful because you're telling him how to do his job. I said, no, what the gentleman just mentioned was that Total Rewards might be able to do something back about the money, whether it be free play, whatever it may be down the future. I said, my question for him was, is I don't have one host in particular. Like, how do I go about this? She's like, well, all he's telling you is what we can do. I said, again, I was talking to him, not to you. So why are you talking to us? <laughs> so then she leaves, right? And she's pissed, right? I know she's pissed. I don't care. She goes to the next room and I hear her telling one of the guys in there, oh, this guy left his money on the table and it got stolen. And now, you know, he wants us to do something about it. So what do I do? I'm all, hey, big, yeah, yeah, I'm all, hey, big mouth, you got something else you want to say? I said, because it's obviously on your security camera. You guys can't do nothing about it. And for some reason, it's taking you guys a half hour to get a hold of security over there. So tell me how you're helping me. And she just stood real quiet. I said, you know what? I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done, you know? So I was a little irritated, took off from there, decided I'm going to go check into my room and just chill out for a little bit because I was fucking hot, you know? And so how do you go around a group of 80 people right. all frustrated about this and still not let it fuck your trip up. So was this, um, sorry to interrupt. Was this Bally's or Bally's wild west? So because they're connected, it right. is the same people. So it happened at Bally's wild, wild west. The security okay. and surveillance room is on the Bally's premises. So, uh, I guess the only point that I would make is, Generally, if you're going to step away from the table, most places will have either a cap yes. or something to put over a your towel. tips. Yeah. A towel, something. They don't have that at Wild West. No. They don't They don't offer anything. So when they are, like, interviewing you, like, I I would make that known. Like, that's, that's something that basically every casino yeah. I've ever seen offers something to protect your ch- I mean what if you have to go to the bathroom right, right. like right. they they wa- they want you to lock your spot I mean you could leave a dollar on the rail and pocket the rest but you know like 140 I wouldn't think twice about stepping 10 feet away from but if they're not going to provide a cap like uh, I don't know that's uh that's unfortunate I'm sorry that happened to you and it did it sucked and you know I was I was really hot I went back to the room like you know I can't let this ruin the trip Renee, a couple hours before me, uh, meeting up at the High Limit Pool, he was like, Hey, Jay, I do leave today, but if you want to go over to White House Subs that I've been telling you about for a while, I'll take you. We'll go to lunch. I'm like, fuck yeah, it's a date, you know? And so we went over there. 
it was now about time to meet up with him. He actually texted me while I was in the security room. I'm like, hey, kind of a situation. Let's move it back a half hour. He's like, no problem. I'll just gamble a little longer, you know? Rough situations I put my friends in. <laughs> so he ends up come picking me up at the uh, valet parking lot at Bally's. And so we head over, have a really good lunch. And I was, you know, it lifted up my spirits to get out. We had an older lady that had been working there for over 25 years. Super excited when he told her, oh, he's from uh, California. And she's like, what are you doing here? You know, just very, very happy. And again, just brought up the mood. I was ready to go and hang out with the group afterwards. Again, thank you, Renee. Huge shout out to you for treating me to White House and showing me a little bit of the history of that place. Very cool spot. Pictures of celebrities everywhere. So, so how was the food? It, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Not Again, not the best, but it, it was good. If you're looking for something to fill you up, yeah. Decent meal, 24-hour spot. Not bad at all. There you go. Um, I tried an Italian sandwich, which is they're really known for. And then they have... Uh, oh, I tried their cheesesteak there, of course. <laughs> well, the place is so popular, as you're aware, they opened up a second location. Right. At the casino. At the Hard Rock, at the right. Hard Rock. Right, and, I was, and that's a funny story. I told you this morning, oh, yeah, I'm going to White House. And you're like... No, let's go to the original one down the street. Forget the casino, yeah. Correct, because you're in the casino ambience. You're in a food court. Right, right. Here, you're actually seeing the building that was here in the 1946. Original, yeah. And all these pictures on the wall and the sandwich artist. You can hear the clicking in the background. Right, right. I mean, I'm sitting next to Jimmy Fallon, but not in real life. His picture, guys, his picture. <laughs> so, again, buddy, I appreciate this. Let's get down and dirty with these subs. The first one I got into was the Italian. Next one, we're doing the Philly cheesesteak. So... Stay tuned for reviews for this place and all the other places in Philadelphia. Again, thank you, Renee. I appreciate it, buddy. Bon appetit. After that, he ended up taking me back to Bally's, dropped me off, left the extra sandwiches in the room, decided I was going to head over to meet up with everybody at that point. We were at the Hard Rock. I think it was Asian gaming time. So we went over to the Asian room. I did. And I met up with a couple of folks there. And of course, you know, everybody's like, hey, Jay, I'm sorry. I was mm -hmm. like, you know, no worries. I'm, I'm over it. Like, I'm trying not to let it bug me. So was it Pai Gao and Baccarat? Yeah, they, were, they had a little of everything. Pai Gao, Baccarat. They actually had this Pai Gao tiles. And it was very interesting. A lot Michael's of... played that, correct, Eric? You guys have played that before because I remember you guys talking about it, right? I've played tiles with. Uh, I think it was Kyle from Do For A Win. I never played with Michael. Okay. I know, I know he's played tiles, but we've never played together. Okay. Right. Yeah. Very interesting game. Like I had no no idea what they were doing, but it it looked interesting. Um, from there, Kelly, Kelly, if I'm telling you every hand I needed the dealer to set it for me, I had no idea what was going on. Really? It was. It was <laughs> like this is the normal rank of hands, but. In case this comes up, this beats this. Oh. And sometimes this isn't what you think it is. It's really something different. Uh, Mark Duvall did a great job explaining it on uh, one of Vito's episodes recently. So if anybody's interested in learning how to play Pi Gow Tiles, check out uh, Cousin Vito's Casino podcast. The last two or three, I guess. And, you know, they, they covered that. But I am clueless. I am of no help. So what it sounds like is that... Playing tiles is like ta teaching or trying to teach a second language learner English. Does that sound about right? It, 
Like, yeah, right. Here's right, the game, right. but I, I before E except after C. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, that's what right. it's sounding like to me. Because everybody that that is an ESL learner that I've encountered says English is the hardest language to learn because you guys have so many exceptions. So when you're explaining the tiles to me right now, I'm like, it's like English. It's like English. Yeah. This, but yeah. not this, but sometimes this. <laughs> Got it. From there, we uh, we jumped on a table once the group started meeting up again. I think it was it was funny because we jumped on a craps table at Hard Rock. Me, Gina, Scott, Vito, and Amanda, and there was one other gentleman on the end. Right. What was funny is we we asked them to open up a table so we can all play together, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no problem." So they opened up the table, made it ten dollars. We're like, "All right, awesome." I had all tall, small. I think. We're all on one side of the table, and once a point was established, we all started doing come bets every time, right? We mm-hmm. all did the same odds, and the dealer was just tripping out because when we hit the point and we had our come bets hit, right. he had to pay us all out, and he's like, I've never seen a group of people betting the same way every time. He's like, I've never seen this. I go, yeah, we're a little weird. And so, yeah, it was funny because we were all betting the same. We won some money, did a little hit and run from there, and I think it was... Uh, at that point, we decided we were heading over to Caesars with Gina, Mark and Mike, Travel Fanboy, Scott and Lena, because they wanted to go play craps over there. So we're like, all right, let's head over there. The highlight of this night was Travel Fanboy. He gets ready to roll, right? And so out of nowhere, he tells Gina, hey, you, you, you're bad luck. Step away, right? And so she, bats, <laughs> she backs up like 10 feet, right? And so it's his come out roll. He now stretches his legs, and, and he's stretching both legs. He grabs the dice, chucks him, rolls a seven, right? We're like, yeah, right? So this continued six more times, right? Gina, poor thing, she keeps running back from the table. She'll come back, pick up her witty. She's like, again, all right. She takes back off. She comes back, picks up her money. This guy's stretching every time, and I think I posted a tw- uh, picture on Twitter of him stretching every time he threw, and... He actually made Dr. Mike a lot of money because nice. he was betting the seven. Yeah, I mean, he made him a lot of money. It was really cool. And it's very nice because later on that night, though everything happened that day, like, again, I'm already over it. I'm hanging with my people. I'm having a blast, <laughs> you know. I think at one point you called and you had talked to Lena. And so we uh, we jumped on, we asked to jump on a table next to that table because it had the all tall small. We were playing on a table that had the fire bet, right? And so, of course, the lady was like, you know, there's nobody playing over there. Let me talk to them. It was a $25 table with nobody playing on it. So we asked, well, can we get on that table and play at $10 and we'll play the all tall small? Like, we're here to play, you know? So the (laughs) box lady's like, yes. So they switched up the table for us. Give us that table. We now have the all tall small. Of course, we're going crazy trying to hit this thing all night. Well, I get on a roll. I only need... I think it was the four and the eight, right, to hit it. And I just kept rolling numbers, rolling numbers. Now, again, we're, we're now relaxing, drinking, having fun with the friends. I didn't realize I only needed the eight, okay? I didn't okay. know. So Scott's over here going crazy, right? Like, come on, come on. I'm not realizing I only need that eight for us to hit the, the uh, tall. And Mike's over there like, just keep rolling, Jay. Just keep rolling. Now, the ongoing joke throughout the night was, Hey, Jay, I'm going to the restroom. Will you watch my chips? <laughs> <laughs> so at one point, Dr. Mike, he's like, just keep rolling. Like, I guess once I sevened out, he had made some of his money back. Yeah. And he, he comes over 
and he tips me, you know. And Eric, <laughs> you talked about being tipped on a craps table on a good roll. It was one of my first tips. And this yeah. guy, he came over and gave me even more than what I lost at the casino that day. Aww. You know, and I was like, Shout out. Uh, yeah, really cool of yeah. him. And again, you guys that you can bet on that. Very cool, man. I mean, they talked to me about the situation. They're like, hey, Jay. We leave the tables all the time. I go, no, I know. And you guys don't have 140. But they are not yeah, Julian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are not Julian. No, I get it. I get it. But they were just like, hey, we, we do it all the time. I go, no, I understand. And for them, like, good thing for me, I didn't have my whole bankroll right. in that yeah. rack because I would have been really screwed. Yeah. No way to get home. Real trouble, you know? So, Something always happens to Julian. That's the problem. It's funny you're saying that. Mike and Mark, <laughs> It's it's not the same because they're not cursed like you. No, no, yeah, I'm fucking cursed. That's why we do a podcast because this shit well, happens. Here's here here's the other thing though, right? So like you were talking about Mike's generosity, right? Right. So Mike is incredibly generous with the dealers, with right. listeners who come to the table. I mean, he he is he just is. I have to imagine if Mike stepped away from the table and somebody tried to touch his chips, the whole table yeah. would grab that guy. <laughs> yeah, like, they take it, him down. <laughs> just yeah, just the just the amount of uh, right. good karma built yes. up in his generosity. <laughs> um, not not to say Jay that you know you should be you know tipping like Dr. Mike. I don't I don't know anybody who tips like right. Dr. Mike, <laughs> but. Yeah, like that's that's a different story. Nobody's going to touch Dr. Mike's chips. Right. And on that subject of him, like even before my role, when I got to the table and I'm standing next to him and Mark and, you know, we're rolling these this guy, he's dropping fifty dollars under my odds and stuff like that. I'm like, Mike, you don't have to do that. And of course, when I'm when we hit it, I'm trying to pay him. He's like, no, 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 no. I mean, just again, the fact that for every low of this trip, there was an even better high. Right. Like that's, that's what awesome. I, yeah, yeah, that's what I kept saying. Like no matter what happened this trip, it just keeps getting better. That's what makes and, your memories. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and again, my whole thing was like, you know, I can't let this trip be ruined by this shit. So I'm glad I went back and hung out with everybody because not only for this incident, but just it lifted the whole spirits for the trip back up. Cause right. I think when I talked to you, I was like, I'm fucking over this trip <laughs> already. Bad. Like I've been losing, losing, losing. Then I get stolen from and what the fuck? Next thing you know, we got a hurricane warning that just happened. <laughs> tornado. Maybe, tornado or, yeah. warning. I was all, we just had a tornado warning. Next thing you know, I'm going to be thrown into the ocean. God damn it. Cause that's my luck right now. But it just, it did. Everything got better. Um, we had a great time. I think after the night ended, we decided, Hey, this would be a really good meetup spot in the morning, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Let's meet here, guys. Really bad idea. <laughs> we got killed the following morning. I think at that point, I was up again all night. I went to Dunkin' Donuts before heading over. That this night, this is almost the second to the last night, I noticed at Dunkin' Donuts, there's now four guys playing chess okay. at 5 o'clock in the morning, battling against each it's other. They're switching tables. Yeah, this is what they do, right? So... It's the next day, and I decide, all right, it's almost, we were meeting up at 10. It's now Monday noon. I'm going to go get my sweater because it's cold. I left my sweater. So next thing I know, I wake up three hours later. Somehow I laid in the bed and fucking passed out for a bit. Your woke body up. probably gave yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what sucked was is that Sunday of that incident happening, people were already leaving. And then this Monday in the afternoon, that was my other opportunity to see everybody before they left, like right. Gina and them. And I, I missed out on that. So, again, guys, I'm sorry I didn't get to say bye. It's my fault. I passed out. But, I mean, again, just had a blast with everybody. 
I think when I woke up, I was trying to see, you know, Eric, did you get in? Where's everybody at? I messaged John. John's like, hey, Jay, you want to come play some blackjack? <laughs> I was like, okay, sounds good. So this is where it starts to get even more interesting. So we go and we play some blackjack, me and John, for about an hour or two before we decide, hey, he's going to take a break. He had to finish doing his taxes. And he's like, hey, it's due today. I got to finish my shit. I got to go. I like, all right, we'll meet up in a couple hours, right? I'm like waiting until the last day, yeah. huh? Well, so what was funnier is we had a dealer who was very new. Like, mm. we can tell she was new. Yeah. Like, she had to count every card. Like, we, we, we like... We could count better than her, you know, and she, but we could just, we could tell. And so there was a couple hands where she had us beat. Maybe she pulled a 17. I'm like, oh yeah, I got 18. She didn't question it, you know? (laughs) So so I realized at that point, hey, okay. Every hand, I got one more than you. (laughs) Watch this. So me and John are like, we just realized this. Yeah. We're like, oh fuck, green light. Right. So he's like. All right, I'm going to go do my taxes. I was like, all right, I'm going to go take a walk, too. So I, I took off. I leave the casino. I take a walk over to Piccalilli Pub. Go try a chicken cheese steak there, some wings, you know, because when we were there, it was like, what, five in the morning. We were yeah. dirt, shit face drunk. Like, we were done. I think poor Trader was asleep. Were, yeah. yeah, like, it, it, was a, it was a long night, but I wanted to see if the food was legit worth going back for, you know? And I had a really good sandwich, really good wings. And I think Renee, the next day, ended up back there because he's like, just from a picture of wings, I ended up here today. Like, So <laughs> it was it was a really, really good experience. The guy that was there, really nice. Uh, I started watching the Phillies and Mets game, which you were coincidentally at, I was at in yes. Philly. Yeah, so from there, I decided, hey, lost track of time, was going to meet back up with John B. So I tell him, hey, meet me at the blackjack table we were at. He's like, okay. Of course... Within about five minutes, I played a little bigger than I usually do. Got a little more money back from Bally's, that same lady's table. She, We had just coincidentally found out that she was working till six that afternoon. So made it till six. Made it a point to make it back by six. Made a little of that money back. Did you Long. win all the hands legitimately or no? Oh, yeah. No, I had a good little run. Okay. That, yeah. But again, it took a little longer because she had to count everything. But <laughs> the thing. following day on the last day, I did make another run at her before I left and oh. got a little more offer too. So let's just say I got my money back. <laughs> so after checking out a little bit of the game, I mean, again, I recommend this little spot. Good little vibe. Chill right off the boardwalk, not far away. You can get right back to where you need to get to. I decided, you know, we're going to go get take another stab at Blackjack, met up with John, and I let him know, hey, you know what, it's my last night. There's one thing I haven't done, and we hadn't had a chance to go check out Harris and the Golden Nugget over on that side of the marina, right? We've been to Borgata, so I was like, hey, let's head over that way. Coincidentally, Eric messaged us, hey, guys, I'm at Harris. Like, oh, shit, we're heading that way. So nice. John B. showed me this shuttle that goes to all CET properties. We took that shuttle. No, that was a jitney. There's a difference. Oh, there's yeah, a there's j- a difference. Yeah, the jitney is a little. Yeah, that's different. And so, like we were on something like yeah. that. No, this thing is actually free for anybody who's players, and you just oh, show okay. your rewards card and it takes you straight over. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. So I got to see that. We headed over to Harris, met up with Eric, and for the first time played a different game I've never ever played. It was called three card poker. I think after an hour of just betting the five dollars and right. just trying to get the gist of the game, I was up ten dollars by the end of the game. So I like four card poker. Oh, okay. you, you, you can win a lot on four-card poker. 
I just, it, it was fun. Got to hang out with Eric for a little bit. I think afterwards, Eric headed up heading home. And me and John B. decided we're going to walk over and check out the rest of Harris. He, that place was big. Really? It's was very it nice? big. It is. It's very nice. Like, I kept saying this is a nicer property off of off what strip. we're used to. Yeah. Okay. Like, so for, you know, compared to Bally's, it's it's pretty nice. Okay. And then from there, he we actually stopped at an AC Burger bar and had a burger there after again just eating earlier so see you should weigh more now yeah yeah you whatever. really should <laughs> so we had some lunch there he actually ran into another emt there and they started talking and you know i was watching the game uh it was interesting because everybody was going crazy there at the sports book because the sixers were up by like 30 oh, points yes. that night and People at halftime, they weren't. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. It even ball game at halftime because I was watching it too because I bet on They it. were going nuts. Yeah. They were going nuts there. And the then third the game quarter, was. They so, outscored like 20 some points. Right. And then the baseball game, everything baseball was neck and neck. Time, so everybody yeah. was just into it, you know? So fun atmosphere, fun vibe. From there, we went to take a walk. We actually went down some back streets and went over to the Golden Nugget. It, it really reminded me a lot of the Golden Nugget in Vegas. Like, same, same everything for the most part darker mm-hmm. um dated yeah it, it it's nice though it, yeah. it is nice um one of the first times i've seen one of the signs on the blackjack table says if you're not playing rated your maximum you can bet a hand is a hundred dollars so if you're not playing with the player's oh, card really? and you're going in and trying to count and get an advantage like they're, they're on to you that's like, interesting yeah unless they have your id eric do a lot of places do that do you know not in atlantic city um Vegas, uh, yeah, they're, I mean, it's a fairly common practice, whether they have a sign on the table or not, yeah. that if you play unrated, they'll limit you oh, no. either, I didn't know either, that. Uh, yeah, either number of hands or, uh, max bet golden nugget in particular offers probably the best blackjack in Atlantic city. So is that why so, they do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you can, you can get uh surrender and high limit and they offer a double deck game, um, at only a quarter. So by Atlantic City standards, you know, they they offer the best rules, but they're super vigilant about who they let play those games. Okay. One thing I thought was interesting, and I think I told Eric this, is I kept getting weird looks when playing blackjack. Because out there, babe, it's a little different. When the dealer goes over 21, they say break. And this was a thing I noticed the first day when I played blackjack. They say with break? Yeah, they the say... d- dealers say break. They oh. broke, right? They break. So I'm used to saying bust, right? And right. so when I play blackjack one of, one of the nights, I'm like, oh, yeah, bust it, right? Bust it. And people at the table are looking at me like, what the fuck's this guy <laughs> saying, right? Like, dealers looking at me like, what's he talking about? But they're used to saying break. And that's, break it down. Yeah, it's a little different. So I was like, okay, this is the thing, you know? So I caught that kind of interesting. The last night... Hanging out with John B., we leave Golden Nugget, we get a lift back over to Bally's. And we're like, all right, we're going to call it a night, you know, nice seeing you, we hug, see you later, thank you for such a good time, whatnot. He's like, I'm just going to go play a little of my free play here at Bally's. I was like, all right, I'm going to go get my shit together, pack it up, get ready for tomorrow, you know, get ready. Well, that's always my excuse and what I do so I can still gamble before we got to go. We don't got to do that last minute, right? So about an hour later, it's now one in the morning. I head down, walking around, taking a lap, and who do I run into? John B. at the end of the craps table. He's sitting there, and he's like, the first thing he's, he, I was just standing to the side. I didn't want to interrupt him. I didn't want to bug him or anything. But as he looks over and he sees me standing there, he's all, I knew you'd be back. (laughs) So we started playing, but as we're getting ready to play, he's all, hey, Jay, there's a guy on the other side of the table, and he's betting the don't. 
<laughs> well, this guy was a loud mouth about it, right? I can hear him. Dealers seven out, and I can hear him, woo, right? Just screaming across the casino. And I'm like, and I get over, and this guy's got a stack of chips. <laughs> Green chips, black chips, like a lot of chips, right? And I'm like, fuck, this guy's killing it. Yeah. Well, this guy's only playing the dark side, okay? I love how you call it the dark side. <laughs> well, now John B. is getting ready to roll. And this guy and John B. are already getting into it because John B. is giving him ugly looks every time he <laughs> cheers when there's a seven and whatnot. So John B. is getting ready to roll. And what does this guy do? Every number, no nine, no six, no five, no four. And we're like, what the? And John's just like, all right, man, you're just being an asshole now, right? And so the guy's like, oh, just, just roll, right? And so finally John rolls. Takes a couple of his numbers off. Well, then the guy... And then John sevens out. Well, then the guy's just kind of laughing. And the guy's like, you hate me, huh? And John's like, you're just an asshole, right? You shouldn't be cheering. And, and, and we, we know, like, John's right. But at the end of the day, this guy is waiting. So there's not much we can say, you know? And the whole time, this guy's like, man, you guys should be on the side of me. Like, you guys see me winning right. money. I don't know why you guys don't jump over here. John's all, whatever. You're just an asshole, right? And so the guy's like, hey... If I throw you this $25 chip, are we cool? John, John's up. Hell yeah, I'll take your money. So he throws, awesome. he he launches this chip across the casino to John and that was at the end of it. I mean, it was just a great night. So this guy ended up coming back to the table a couple different times. Every time this guy came to the table, I told John, hey, go to the dark side because this guy's bad luck, right? Every time he came, babe, automatic seven out. He left, he'd come back, automatic seven out. Really? I'm like, what the hell? So then he came back to the table and he was there for a while. And we're like, this is not going to go good, you know. So, of course, we start betting little increments. And this guy, of course, he's still betting. At one point, I think he had like a $2,000 no eight. Whoa. Yeah. He just, he just, he was like, all right. He just put it all. Like, he was trying to impress his friends. Ended up losing everything. Yeah. Yeah, just ended up losing everything. Well, that's everything. not a good odds to do a no six or no oh, eight, he, right? Oh, yeah. oh, no, no. But then he was trying to chase and get his money back. Yeah. So then he's like, hey. You know, $2,000 eight and boom, seven out. Like, it, it just, it was interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, that last night, for that to happen that last night, it was, it was just really the cherry on top for us <laughs> because, you know, we had a good laugh from it. John B., we had a good night. And I think finally at like five, six in the morning, we decided to call it a morning. Like, hey, all right, this time for serious. We're done. No, we're, we're no, really Yeah, leaving. yeah, we're, we're really done. I'm not going to see you again after this point, you know. And so, sure enough, we called it a night. Went hit up Dunkin' Donuts. Next morning, I was off to meet up with Eric, and he took me back over to the airport where I made one last stop for a Philly cheesesteak over at the Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> the wait airport, a minute! Right? Wait, wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You're gonna leave me hanging with our guys playing chess at the Dunkin' Donuts? Like we gotta know oh, these things. Wait, 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 wait! That's actually a great point. I'm glad you mentioned that. So, I do, I do hit up Dunkin' Donuts. Now there's six guys playing oh, chess. Lord. They're all doing their thing, switching tables. I mean, I guess this is the thing to do at 5 a.m. in the morning. So if you're looking for something to do at 5 a.m. and you're in AC, head over to Bally's. You can jump in on a game of chess. Probably cheaper than gambling. I'm telling you. Right? Maybe I should have picked that up one of the That's nights. Right. Save me some money. But yes, from there, I ended up meeting up with Eric the next morning, where he graciously dropped me off at the airport. Again, brother, I appreciate that big time. And again, thank you for everything. A phenomenal trip met a lot of great people and again for every down there was an even higher up which you know made this trip go really well for me so look forward to doing the next one man yeah it'll uh it'll be a good time looking forward to it can't wait for you guys to uh come east again
I will say, in my work trip, we were in a suite at the Phillies game, and it was pretty nice. Really? Yeah, it w- it was pretty nice. So I'm not gonna hate on that. So some some of me not being in the AC was at least compensated by great sights and activities. You did have a little trouble your first night, right? Yes, we got stuck in Dallas, and Oof. that was long. Had to book a hotel, no luggage. No luggage. They wouldn't give us our luggage either, so. Rough. That, that's like the, the, you know, it's funny because we actually went on a pretty respected airline. And Julian and I, when we usually travel, we take the. the worst. The worst carriers. <laughs> and we don't really have problems with, you know, getting delayed or canceled. You know, yeah. we'll knock on wood right now. But this, you know, and I know it was like in the, it was a, the Saturday that you guys were in AC. So it was like blizzard weather in some locations in the Midwest. Yeah. But yeah, like this airline was not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or gracious. Yeah. And on the topic of bad weather, like the, I think it was Sunday that they were having the tornado, tornado warnings. Yeah. And they said it was going to hit the East Coast about 5 a.m. So, of course, I was done gambling at 5 a.m. You're and probably out about. I'm going to go outside yeah. and check it out smart, on the boardwalk. Smart, right? Yeah. Smart. Well, I married the smart one. When you heard, when you heard about <laughs> wind hitting the 39th floor of the hotel and your windows shaking, fuck that. I'm not going to be in my room. Feels <laughs> like for it to Ugh. land on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and hit me outside while I'm out here, damn it. You'll, you'll be on the boardwalk holding a metal umbrella. Yeah. Or a metal <laughs> <laughs> pushing a Pushing a cart. Pushing yeah, a cart. Pushing the cart. <laughs> Well, Anybody want to ride? What was great is every time we walked out as a group from one of the casinos and we were going somewhere else, I'd walk by one of the push cart guys. All right, buddy, you can take your lunch. I'll take over from here. You know, and everybody just got a big kick out of it. But So that was funny. So one thing I want to do before we head out of here is let's play a little bucket or fuck it AC version. This would be fun. And I got a couple nominations from Mike Cunningham, Jay Schwartz. I got a couple of my own. And I think we might actually have some of the same ones from what they recommend. So let me go ahead wait, and wait. Go ahead. You start. Can I just say fuck it now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I have a feeling a lot of Eric's might be. Maybe. We'll see. You, we'll were, see. you were pretty hard to impress in the last Vegas round. Yeah, well, you know, I'm consistent, right? Yeah, there you go. Okay, so one of the first nominations from our buddy Jay Schwartz would be Gilcrest on Gardner's Basin. We've been there, babe. You remember? I do, I do. And I'm going to have to say fuck it. Okay. And and only because the food was the food was okay, and we went with Eric and his family, and that was fabulous. Um, and the scenery was nice, but it right. was so busy. Yeah. And I felt like it was so busy. The tables were really close together. We couldn't really enjoy each other's conversation. It was kind of a push to get in, get out. And maybe it's just because it was a Sunday and it was super busy. So, I mean. And it was summertime. Yeah. So, so you like said it's summer, busier, Summertime right? on the water. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the only reason I would say fuck it. Because we could probably have a better conversation and time spent together at somewhere that wasn't as crazy. But the the scenery was pretty nice. All right, Gilcrest. Eric, what about you? Bucket or fuck it? One of my favorite places for breakfast in Atlantic City, uh, but it is not something that you have to do. Uh, as much as I enjoy it, it's a fuck it. 
And I'm on the same boat as you guys. I am a fuck it too. Not the best food, but it's a good meal, good chat for sure, and a good uh, atmosphere to have breakfast for sure. So one of his other ones is the Tangier Outlet Shops that are right behind the uh, casinos. Mm-hmm. Bucket or fuck it. I can't say either way because I've never been. I haven't heard the, anything about it specifically, so I'm not sure. So what about when you go for a casino trip? Do you look forward to going to outlets? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> okay. Silly. <laughs> I think that answers our question. <laughs> what about you, Eric? Do you like shopping? No. No. So this is one of those areas off the boardwalk that is pretty safe to walk around. <laughs> I'm not going to say I've never done it, but I I don't ever go there for the outlet, so fuck it. There you go. How about you, Jules? I don't shop. Fuck it. (laughs) Okay. So his last one he had on here that I think is pretty good is the Borgata. I think it's a bucket because it was really nice casino. It's almost like when you go to Vegas, like you have to go to Caesars because it's so well known. You know, just to see the ambiance. I would say I definitely enjoyed it. I I'm not sure I like the bougie atmosphere. I'm like I'm because I'm I'm the type that's I'm cool with ballets and five bucks. But it was super nice to see it because it was pretty elegant. So I'll say bucket on that one. Okay. How about you, Eric? It's the nicest all-around property in Atlantic City. It's a bucket. Nice. I gotta say bucket yeah. too. It is. It is. It's beautiful. Just when you walk in, I mean, just different than any of the other places. Really nice. Right. Really nice. And what I did notice is. When we were there in the ocean on the weekends, you did get a lot of the nice dressed up suit people, yeah. a lot of the women in dresses. You get the more dressed up class people for sure, like compared to Wild Wild I like West. the ambiance, you know <laughs> what I mean? I mean, I, like I said, I'm a ballet's girl too, but I like the ambiance yeah. of just seeing, hey, this is really yeah, like yeah. the yeah. casino flavor. So we got a couple from our buddy Mike C. He actually says the casinos, which... I think is a bucket because they're all different. Right. So. I would say bucket just because we like to play. Yeah. How about you, Eric? Why else would we go to That's Atlantic exactly City? Exactly right. All right. Bucket. So his... Just, oh, go ahead. I think, my, I think Mike C is padding my bucket numbers. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of softballs to make sure we keep the ratio in That's line. That's right. <laughs> so another one he mentioned was the boardwalk and the steel pier. The boardwalk for sure. Yeah. That was one of my favorite things about being able to take your break from the casino. And I might be unlike a lot of people. I loved it in the winter because I don't like crowds. Yeah. So even if it was chilly, you know, walking the boardwalk, I really enjoyed it because there was nobody out there. But the boardwalk, it's it's like nothing else. And then to have the casino right there, it's like two for one. I agree. I I like the boardwalks. I like people watching. I'm, I'm all about it. And again, there's so many different shops and places to eat like it's worth going down and checking out especially from one end to the other how about you bud one of my favorite things to do period is to walk the boardwalk in atlantic city nice uh whether it be people watching or uh, i don't know uh that was like i did that a lot in my childhood so it's a uh there's like nostalgia right so yeah. when when atlantic city started to come out of its recession, I guess I'm going to call it. Walking the boardwalk was just something I would do just to do, right? Uh, The steel pier. Now, I'm somebody who's an advocate for bringing kids to Atlantic City. Mm -hmm. So for me, the steel pier, 
well, we actually prefer the Playcade Arcade, but we would go to the Steel Pier. If you're going with kids, that's probably a bucket list item. Right. But if you're a grown-ass man who went to Atlantic City to gamble, <laughs> it probably falls pretty firmly on the fuck it list. I, and I'm with you on that one. I think my first day I was like, you know, it'd be a really good idea to go get some beautiful shots from the top of, you know, Steel Pier. And I'm like, do I really want to do that? Yeah, like, I mean, is that really interesting? How good are the pictures going to be? Fuck it. Yeah. But we always talk, like, if we were bringing the kids back, that that was, would be one of the main attractions yeah. that we take them to besides the beach and besides the other arcade that you were talking about. Um, that would be one of the main things that they would enjoy because kids love that stuff. Yeah. And they used to do a lot of cross-marketing uh, with the Taj Mahal. when So it's now the Hard Rock. It used to be the Taj. Oh, okay. And, and there were all sorts of, like, come on down. You know, here's a room and here's ride Vouchers tickets. and oh, nice. yeah, Right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they went after families uh, pretty well that way. Oh, I don't know how well, right? I mean, you see how it ended. That's a but, decent marketing um, scheme, though. I mean, especially in the summer, pull yeah, those people yeah, to, the, I, your, to your facility, and, to your and it was and and it was right there. Yeah. yeah, it was it was right there. So you know, I enjoyed that, but you know, those those days are gone. This is actually a good one. He <laughs> says, "The three a.m. shit show at Harris." Featuring drunk guys and girls with daddy issues leaving the casinos. Because <laughs> I guess they have big parties out there, pool parties, indoor pool parties, and they get all these crazies that leave at like three when it usually closes. And he's like, every time, if you want to see some interesting shit, go watch people leave that place. You'll see fights. You'll see all kinds of crazy shit going on. Like, really? He's all, yep. He's all, so that might be a bucket or fuck it item for your list. <laughs> Oh, it is. Yeah. Let me let, let me expand upon that a little. Bit. <laughs> oh, okay. It is a full-on shit show. <laughs> there are okay. So the pool at Harris is their nightclub. Oh, jeez. And okay, so this is full full-on nightclub, <laughs> but the crowd that it attracts in particular tends to lead to uh, fights. Mm -hmm. uh, I've definitely seen a lot of people uh, roughed up by security and thrown around a little bit. The women walking around, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw a girl wearing a tampon and two Band-Aids on her nipples and called it a dress. It's something. Like, it's gonna it be is, a bucket it, for me then. Oh. It's gonna be a bucket list. So, so, so here, here's what I'll tell you. Like going, <laughs> going to the club, going to the pool at Harris is definitely a fuck it. Being present for it letting out, uh, even go. earlier than three, like two a.m. Like, it, uh, like keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> but it, that is definitely a bucket list item. Like you, nice. you have to see the shit show. The waterfront tower is right across from the club. So if you want to like just, you know, like 3 a.m., I'm, I'm in bed by then. Like that's <laughs> that's I, I can't hang like you, young buck. Um, 
but it, it might be worth it to set your alarm for like 2.30 and then, you know, Walk stay in the waterfront tower and just and don't even like stay behind security so you can just kind of watch and see everything unfold. It is. Um, yeah, it's it's something. It's something already. That's funny. I'm putting it on the list for next trip. Definitely. It's funny because I kept telling Mike, you know what? That's a really good idea. But every time I look at my watch, it's 5 a.m. I'm like, fuck, I missed the opportunity to go do it. So, yes. So, again, thank you guys for those submissions. Do you guys have any other ones that you guys want to put in there? No, those are great. I liked it. Again, hope you guys enjoyed this. Guys, this has been fun. And for the listeners, again, if you guys want to reach out to us, if you guys enjoyed this recap of our Gamble Palooza trip, do us a favor. Reach out to us on social media. If you have questions, concerns, anything, send us an email over at VegasConfessionsPod at gmail.com. Get a hold of the show on social media at Vegas Confessions on Twitter and Facebook. I'm Julian Romero. Till next time, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
Let's celebrate. It's alright. We're gonna have a good time tonight. Let's celebrate. It's alright. It's alright. 